In separate incidents, Moscow and Beijing sent a strong message that they will not tolerate being told what to do or how to behave. Tony Kevin. April 26, 2021. The past week has marked a watershed moment in Russia's relations with the West, and the U.S. in particular. In two dramatic, televised moments, U.S. President Joe Biden and Russian President Vladimir Putin changed the dynamics between their countries, perhaps irrevocably. Originally posted on Asia Times on March 26, 2021. Most commentators in the West have focused on Putin's trolling of Biden by dryly, though, according to Putin, unironically, wishing his American counterpart good health. This, of course, came after Biden called Putin a killer. But a more careful and complete reading of Putin's message to the U.S. is necessary to understand how a Russian leader is, finally, ready to tell the U.S., do not judge us by your claim standards, and do not try to tell us what to do. Putin has never asserted these propositions so bluntly. And it matters when he does. Putin's message to Biden. The tense test of strength began when Biden was asked about Putin in an interview with ABC News' George Stephanopoulos and agreed he was a killer and didn't have a soul. He also said Putin will pay a price for his actions. Putin then took the unusual step of going on the state broadcaster VGTRK with a prepared five-minute statement in response to Biden. In an unusually pointed manner, Putin recalled the U.S. history of genocide of its indigenous people, the cruel experience of slavery, the continuing repression of black Americans today and the unprovoked U.S. nuclear bombing of Hiroshima and Nagasaki in World War II. He suggested states should not judge others by their own standards, whatever you say about others is what you are yourself. Some American journalists and observers have reacted to this as trolling. It was not. It was the preamble to Putin's most important message in years to what he called the American establishment, the ruling class. He said the U.S. leadership is determined to have relations with Russia, but only on its own terms. Chinese President Xi Jinping and Russian President Vladimir Putin posed for a family photo at the 11th BRICS Leaders Summit in Brasilia, Brazil, in 2019. The two countries both reject America's claimed right to set the rules for the world order. Photo Ramil Sitikov, Sputnik. Greater than although they think that we are the same as they are, we are different people. We have a different genetic, cultural and moral code. But we know how to defend our own interests. Greater than greater than and we will work with them, but in those areas in which we ourselves are interested, and on those conditions that we consider beneficial for ourselves. And they will have to reckon with it. They will have to reckon with this, despite all attempts to stop our development. Despite the sanctions, insults, they will have to reckon with this. This is new for Putin. He has for years made the point, always politely, that Western powers need to deal with Russia on a basis of correct diplomatic protocols and mutual respect for national sovereignty if they want to ease tensions. But never before has he been as blunt as this, saying in effect, do not dare try to judge us or punish us for not meeting what you say are universal standards, because we are different from you. Those days are now over. China pushing back too. Putin's forceful statement is remarkably similar to the equally firm public statements made by senior Chinese diplomats to U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken in Alaska last week. Blinken opened the meeting by lambasting China's increasing authoritarianism and aggressiveness at home and abroad, in Tibet, Xinjiang, Hong Kong and the South China Sea. He claimed such conduct was threatening the rules-based order that maintains global stability. Yang Jiki, the Communist Party of China's foreign affairs chief, responded by denouncing American hypocrisy. He said, Greater than the US does not have the qualification to say that it wants to speak to China from a position of strength. The U.S. uses its military force and financial hegemony to carry out long-arm jurisdiction and suppress other countries. 
it abuses so-called notions of national security to obstruct normal trade exchanges, and to incite some countries to attack China. He said the US had no right to push its own version of democracy when it was dealing with so much discontent and human rights problems at home. Russia, China drawing closer together. Putin's statement was given added weight by two diplomatic actions, Russia's recalling of its ambassador in the US, and Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov's meeting in China with his counterpart, Wang Yi. Beijing and Moscow agreed at the summit to stand firm against Western sanctions and boost ties between their countries to reduce their dependence on the US dollar in international trade and settlements. Lavrov also said, We both believe the US has a destabilizing role. It relies on Cold War military alliances and is trying to set up new alliances to undermine the world order. Though Biden's undiplomatic comments about Putin may have been unscripted, the impact has nonetheless been profound. Together with the harsh tone of the U.S.-China foreign minister's meeting in Alaska, also provoked by the U.S. side, it is clear there has been a major change in the atmosphere of U.S.-China-Russia relations. What will this mean in practice? Both Russia and China are signaling they will only deal with the West where and when it suits them. Sanctions no longer worry them. The two powers are also showing they are increasingly comfortable working together as close partners, if not yet military allies. They will step up their cooperation in areas where they have mutual interests and the development of alternatives to the Western-dominated trade and payment systems. Countries in Asia and further afield are closely watching the development of this alternative international order, led by Moscow and Beijing. And they can also recognize the signs of increasing U.S. economic and political decline. It is a new kind of Cold War, but not one based on ideology like the First Incarnation. It is a war for international legitimacy, a struggle for hearts and minds and money in the very large part of the world not aligned to the U.S. or the North Atlantic Treaty Organization. The U.S. and its allies will continue to operate under their narrative, while Russia and China will push their competing narrative. This was made crystal clear over these past few dramatic days of major power diplomacy. The global balance of power is shifting, and for many nations, the smart money might be on Russia and China now. We bring you high-quality analyzes and documents like this on a permanent basis. Why not appreciate TFF's true independence and productivity by contributing if you benefited from this article? Thanks. Tony Kevin is an emeritus fellow at the Australian National University. He was a professional Australian diplomat from 1968-98, and was ambassador to Poland 1991-94 and to Cambodia 1994-97.